RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines. Markets plunge after President Trump accuses China of dragging its feet in trade talks and announces more tariff hikes. Pro-government lawmaker says he's been picked to preside over the bill's committee meeting looking into the extradition laws and more than 40 people die in a plane crash in Russia. Hong Kong and mainland stocks have plummeted after the US President Donald Trump dramatically increased pressure on Beijing to reach a trade deal soon. He threatened to raise tariffs on 200 billion US dollars worth of Chinese goods to 25% on Friday and target another 325 billion dollars of trade with similar levies shortly. China responded by saying it's now considering cancelling the next round of talks scheduled to start on Wednesday in Washington. Hopes were high at the end of the last round of talks on Friday that a deal would be concluded soon. RTHK's Washington-based international economics correspondent Barry Wood was asked what went wrong. We don't know what went wrong. The expectation is that when the team returned to Washington, Mr. Navarro or Mr. Navarro actually wasn't in China to my knowledge, but Mr. Lighthizer or somebody on their staff said, hold it, the Chinese are backing away from some of their previous commitments. And if you look at the tweet of Mr. Trump, he said, no, no renegotiation of what has already been agreed. I find myself, Mike, going back into the art of the deal, 1987. Donald Trump, who is in charge of the negotiations on the U.S. side, there's no doubt about that. Is this threat real or imagined? He says, always maximize your options, fight back, deliver the goods, get the word out, know your market, and use your leverage. Now, do any of those things apply? I would guess they do. I've got a feeling that the real key here is whether Mr. Le He comes to Washington on Wednesday as scheduled. If he does, then it's probably bluster and there'll be some kind of a deal. Well, as you heard, the stock markets have fallen. The Hang Seng Index was down almost 2.5% in early trade, while the Shenzhen Composite Index sank 3.7%. Alex Wong, the director of Ample Asset Management, says he feels investors have overreacted and the market will need some time to rebound. We probably may have two, three days of uh, selling, but the magnitude probably would, would be decreasing. We may not rebound too fast because uh, it's a renewed uncertainty. People get off character. Uh, they would not be willing to push the whole market substantially higher from here. People probably would think uh, the Chinese central banks uh, would pump liquidity to support the economy. So I think uh, that probably would emerge as a support for some sectors in the market. So the market would not go down too much from here. I think uh, we would see certain sectors to rebound first. The Tokyo and South Korean stock markets were closed, but other markets in the region fell, including Australia, Singapore and Taipei. The Hong Kong Monetary Authority's chief executive says the market still expects Beijing and Washington to resolve their dispute. Norman Chand warned that failing to clinch a deal would end up in a lose-lose situation that would be a heavy blow for global markets. He was speaking after the exchange fund posted a rebound in quarterly investment income. The latest tweet from uh, the President Trump is not positive. We have seen market reaction to that. So what I'm trying to say is that I think if the two sides fail to reach a settlement then the market reaction will be strong. And that actually answers your second question. If that's the case, then that will affect global asset markets, including the stock markets, and as a result of which the exchange fund return 
in the near term, the second or third quarter will be affected. So I just uh, recommend that uh, uh, people should look at exchange fund return on a medium to longer term basis. The exchange fund logged an investment income of $121 billion for the first quarter of this year. That was largely led by $70 billion in gains from investments in local and overseas equities. The positive result followed just under $34 billion in losses from the previous quarter. Pro-government lawmaker Abraham Sheikh said he's been picked to preside over the Bills Committee meeting looking into the extradition laws. He said he's been informed that 36 lawmakers supported a decision to let him preside at the meeting instead of Democratic Party lawmaker James Stowe, while 24 opposed the move. He says he decided the next meeting will be held on Saturday morning instead of this afternoon. The meeting this afternoon was not decided by me. was decided by Mr. Uh, the Honourable James Stowe. And I have only been in, given the, the authority to pick a date as per the guidelines of, given by House Committee last Saturday. That guideline is for me to decide a date for the meeting. And deciding the date for the meeting, I need to give at least three days notice. So this afternoon is not my decision. It's a decision of the uh, former preceding officer. Earlier, the chairwoman of the DAB party, Starry Lee, Starry Lee, defended the LegCo Secretariat's decision to set a midday deadline for lawmakers to, to decide who should preside over the Bills Committee meeting looking at the extradition legislation. The Secretariat angered pan-Democrats after writing to lawmakers to ask if they approved of House Committee guidelines for Mr Sheck to take over from Mr Toe. The pro-government camp accused Mr Toe of filibustering the previous two meetings. The chairman of the Asthma Society, Chan Wen Kai, says he and two other lay members of the Medical Council who represent patients' rights will vote freely in Wednesday's Medical Council meeting on measures to attract overseas doctors to work in Hong Kong. Mr Chan says he'll vote in accordance with the wishes of the membership of several patients' rights groups that met last week. We had a meeting on May 1st. 23 patients who attended that meeting all expressed that they are more interested in choosing for option one. The most simple one is just you know, to request the specialists to be practiced in Hong Kong for 36 months, either in the hospital authority, the two universities, and the Department of Health. And after that, you know, if they just want to, uh, to be fully licensed, they can have to go for the licenses examination. For sure, I will opt for that. The Commission of Inquiry looking at a second round of substandard work at the MTR's Hung Hom Station Extension for the Sha Tin to Central Link will officially begin hearings on May 27th. While the Commission has already held hearings on earlier allegations of steel bar cutting, this expanded part of the inquiry will focus on new revelations, including unauthorised design changes, defective stitch joints and the loss of key supervisory and inspection records. Up to 35 witnesses will be summoned during the 17-day hearing. It's now known that 41 people were killed after a Russian airliner burst into flames as it made an emergency landing in Moscow. Some of those on board escaped down an emergency chute at the front of the plane. Federal investigators say only 37 of the 78 passengers and crew have survived. Here's the BBC's Steve Rosenberg. The plane took off from Moscow's Sheremetyevo airport, bound for Murmansk. Shortly after takeoff, the crew issued a distress signal. The Suhoi superjet returned to attempt an emergency landing. On impact, the aircraft's undercarriage gave way and its engines caught fire. 
Dramatic amateur video shows the rear half of the plane's fuselage engulfed in flames as the jet speeds along the runway, trying to break before finally coming to a stop. Some of the passengers who survived have suggested that up in the air, the plane may have been struck by lightning. Venezuela's opposition leader Juan Guaido says he's considering all options to solve the country's political deadlock. He didn't rule out requesting military intervention from the United States. He said the only foreign current intervention in Venezuela was from Russia and Cuba. He also denied that U.S. support for him was softening. President Trump's position has been decisive at this time, without half measures, but simply accusing not only what has been the most severe complex humanitarian emergency in the region. Seven million Venezuelans, 25% of the population at risk of death. There's been a lull in hostilities between Israeli forces and Palestinian militants in the Gaza Strip after two days of worsening violence. Unconfirmed reports from a Hamas TV station say a ceasefire has been agreed. There's been no word from Israel. This Gaza resident, Rami al-Arabi, was caught up in the bombing. There's lots of damage to the place and a lot of fear because of it. Why did they bomb a residential square full of families that contains more than a dozen apartments? Four Israelis and at least 20 Palestinians have been killed since the latest violence began. Emmanuel Nashon is a spokesman for the Israeli Foreign Ministry. We do whatever is necessary in order to make sure that our citizens can live in peace without this permanent threat of uh, rockets uh, coming from Gaza. And obviously the financial aspect is an extremely important aspect because there is money coming in from Iran, fueling the conflict, fueling this war machine of uh, Hamas and the Islamic Jihad. And uh, by hitting the money man, we certainly uh, hit also an important component in their capacity to attack us. The U.S. National Security Advisor John Bolton says an aircraft carrier is being deployed to the Middle East as a warning to Iran. In a statement, Mr. Bolton said the United States wasn't seeking war, but he said the move would send an unmistakable message that Washington would respond to any attack by Iran. The organisers of the Belfast Marathon in Northern Ireland have apologised after it emerged that competitors ran half a mile further than needed. More than 5,000 athletes took part in yesterday's race. Here's the BBC's Will Leonardo. With a standard length of just over 42 kilometres, the marathon is considered one of sport's most gruelling events. The organisers of the Belfast Marathon had this year tried to make their race simpler for their competitors choosing a flatter route. But the lead car accidentally diverted from the new course twice, meaning the competitors following behind ran 460 metres further than they needed. That didn't stop the Kenyan athlete Carolyn Jepchicha setting a new women's record for the Belfast event. It's not the first time marathon officials have tripped up in the UK. In 2016, thousands of competitors in Manchester had their times invalidated when it emerged the route had been too short for the previous three years. Finance now and currencies. The US dollar is trading at 110.58 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 11 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 29 cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng index was at 29,125. That's 953 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $78 billion. And now with the sports, here's Adam Chung. We start with football. Manchester United will not be playing in the Champions League next season after failing to secure a top-four finish in the English Premier League. They were held by last place Huddersfield Town. 
chance here. And Benza into the penalty. It's 1-1. That took a long clearance by Lossel. United were still intent on attacking. A nice 1-1 in the Johnson Stadium. Here's the reaction of United boss Ole Gunnar Solskjaer after that one-all draw at Huddersfield. We know uh, in, in the back of our heads that it could have been a possibility all, all along, but when it happens, you're disappointed because uh, we were given another, another chance to, to stay in the race until the last week. So it's just one of those things that you uh, try to move on from quickly. Arsenal's hopes of a top four finish are all but over after they drew one all at home with Brighton. The Gunners are three points behind fourth place Tottenham, who have a superior goal difference. Arsenal can still qualify for the Champions League next season if they win the Europa League. Chelsea are guaranteed Champions League football for next season after securing a top four finish, thanks to an emphatic 3-0 victory at home to Watford. Maurizio Sarri's Chelsea now third in the table. They are able to, to play away like at home, as uh, we have seen against Inter. And then uh, for, for the top four, uh, it's not easy. We went in trouble uh, three months ago, then uh, we were able to react. Uh, and so now we, we want uh, the top four. To the NBA playoffs, wins for Toronto and Denver saw both teams tie up their respective second-round series at 2-2. The Raptors held off the 76ers 101-96 to take Game 4 in Philadelphia. Kawhi Leonard led the Raptors once again with 39 points. A triple-double from Nikola Jokic gave Denver a narrow win in Portland. The Joker had 21 points, 12 rebounds and 11 assists as the Nuggets prevail 116-112. Our U.S. sports commentator Ray Jovanovich says the Denver-Portland series can go either way. The Portland Trailblazers have Damian Lillard. The Denver Nuggets have the big Serb in, in Nikola Jokic, who have both played great. You're going to have to have, I think, big contributions from the bench to make a difference in this series. Denver, of course, the number two seed. Denver has really no playoff experience whatsoever. Portland does, and Portland fares better, I think, in that, in that regard. It, this is a great series. On the ice, the St. Louis Blues and the Dallas Stars will need a seventh game to decide their second-round NHL playoff series. The Blues won Game 6 by a score of 4-1. to Jaden Schwartz had a goal and an assist for the Blues. They'll host Game 7 Wednesday morning Hong Kong time. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Markets plunge after President Trump accuses China of dragging its feet in trade talks and announces more tariff hikes. A pro-government lawmaker says he's been picked to preside over the bill's committee looking into extradition legislation and more than 40 people die in a plane crash in Russia. The news from RTHK.
Stay outside.